Thanks to Betterment for supporting the morning stream. Betterment was built to help you make sense of what you do with your money, no matter what your financial experience. While investing involves risk, Betterment's technology helps you grow the money you have and set financial goals for the future. Get started by downloading the Betterment app today. That's B-E-T-T-E-R-M-E-N-T. Betterment for the betterment of you. Coming up on TMS, Mary popping them boobs out. I swear Nelson Mandela hosted the Tonight Show. I smeared off some Ryu. Rubbing Idaho's chub. Brawny is the creepy lumberjack who reaches in your window. Scott's hatchback-sized rooster. The bear was one quarter nuts. Ruthless regime of rooster and chicken. Taste of Tarantino. Richard Nixon pimping for pot. Okay, Homer. Major spoilers and more on this episode of The Morning Stream! I can smoke stogies in my house, first of all, because her father introduced me to stogies, and second of all, because I'm a stud. I'm ballsy. I don't take no shit from anyone. I smoke my stogie anywhere I want. I don't have to find a hideout place like you. <laughs> what the frick is that? The morning stream. Uh-uh-uh. You didn't say the magic word. morning everybody and happy milk day do you know why milk. i say that milk day because it's mlk day and looks sometimes if you write it really fast looks like there's an eye in there as well it does uh welcome yes. to martin luther king jr day's edition of the tms show for january 20th 2020 it is 2020 2020 <clears throat> no it's, it is 1-2020-20 how about one no it's one twenty that's what i just said it's one twenty twenty twenty. oh no you did say that Twenty. wait one twenty twenty. Yeah, you did. Yep. Maybe, did. maybe it's time to start drinking coffee, Scott. I... <laughs> uh, I got water. It's fine. It's okay. I have a half drank right. diet Mountain Dew here. Okay. I could All do right. that. I could I do the that. dew. Yep. Yeah. Uh, everybody watching the video, <laughs> I apologize for my face being all blown out. I haven't had time to fix the camera yet. Something went jacked overnight. I think I got a Windows update that screwed it up. I'll have Aww. to just deal with it later. Yeah, it's no big deal. Aww. It's no big deal, Brian. I'll be okay. Everything no, will be fine. No, it'll be fine. Yeah. It'll as be long fine. as you're not under a big old heat lamp, then I think we're fine. Yeah, we should be okay. Uh, I know what the problem is. I got it right here. You ready for the problem? Here's the problem. Yeah. Ooh, tell me the problem. I had a dream last night that I think was the problem. Okay. This thing kept me up or woke me up, and I was having a really hard time sleeping. I'm super tired today. Uh, I'm just pooped. And I got a lot to do today, as you do too. Yeah. We both got busy days. Yeah, busy days ahead of us. Lots to yes. do. Not great sleep, either one of us. Mm -mm. Yet here we are. Uh, in my case, here's the dream. There was a. I have a dream. <laughs> there was a. <laughs> I didn't even think about that. I have a dream on Martin Luther King Jr. Day. All right, I really did have a dream. But this dream is not nearly as hopeful and as optimistic as Martin Luther King Jr.'s. <laughs> no, quite the opposite from the looks of it. Yeah. Um, there is a, in my dream, we are ruled as a society in the near future by what appears to be a giant rooster. And by giant, I mean, I don't mean like building size rooster. I mean, this rooster is like the size of a car. Okay. Okay. Like a yeah. small hatchback size rooster. Yeah. Yeah. And this rooster is a it's a bird. It's a full on rooster. It doesn't speak or anything, but for some reason it is the the tyrannical leader of all mankind. And I don't mean just America or any any, you know, 
uh, other single nation. It's everything all together now, run by a single rooster. Wow, a malevolent rooster, okay. right? Yes, sure. And in the in the dream, it felt like everybody just had to tiptoe around everything. It just was dangerous. Uh, you couldn't. You had to live exactly by whatever the rooster's rules were. The dream wasn't clear about what those rules were, but I just had the feeling in the dream of constant watch your step, watch your step. Don't say that. Don't don't you know smile too hard. Don't frown. Don't you know like be stay in line. Yeah. The entire time while thinking about this rooster, and if you didn't, here was the result. In the dream, multiple people rebelled against the uh-huh. wishes of the rooster. Uh-huh. And they got pecked to death by small roosters. Oh, so he okay, so he has a, like a little army of minions. Yes. And he's oh, and he's surrounded by chickens, by the way. Female lady chickens are always with him. <laughs> so he's got like an entourage uh of, of chickens. But the that, rooster that's probably what makes them really hard to assassinate, right? <laughs> it's just the uh the army of chickens. And they're all just taking bullets for him. But the thing is he is <laughs> I guess roosters are chickens, right? Isn't that just a man chicken? Yes. Okay. It's just the male, yeah. It's the impregnating chicken among the chickens. It's the but- one that wakes you up in the morning and uh, appears. Oh, I, I thought it was the one that appears on the uh, cornflakes box. This was a trivia question I had this weekend. It's actually a cockerel Oh, uh, on the cornflakes box. I wouldn't have known that ever. I don't know what the difference is between a cockerel and a rooster, but please go on. All right. I don't either. We need to learn that. Okay. Yeah. So this uh, bird... Uh, had all the you know had the weird head thing and the like a big red deal and he just looked mean but he was but he was like also just like a straight up rooster where he's just kind of constantly looking around pecking at the ground that sort of thing but we were all terrified of him and if you crossed him hundreds of 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 roosters little baby you know like or normal sized roosters would come pouring out of like minivans and things and tip and peck people to death just like attack them onto the ground just until they were dead and so we were all kept in line by this ruthless uh regime of of rooster and chicken i feel like uh if he's only the size of a hatchback i don't feel like he would be that difficult to overthrow i agree especially if you had a hatchback (laughs) because i think i think if you run into the giant malevolent rooster with your hatchback the hatchback probably is gonna win that's what i would have thought like in in the case of this in this dream i remember having feelings like uh kind of ants versus grasshoppers in in bugs life Mm -hmm. it's like we can we can totally take these guys there's not that many of them i would think a group of four people could probably take down a hatchback size rooster yeah and all we had to do (laughs) is we had a couple pitchforks and uh sure we just sneak up on him while he's putting his uh cock in the doodle do if you know what i'm saying jeez okay well you were very subtle so well done (laughs) (laughs) i didn't come out it came out good way thing, less. Uh, good thing you used euphemisms because <laughs> nobody will have any idea what you were just talking about. I was, ri- you know, I was riffing on the the thing they say yeah. when they oh, wake yeah. up. Oh, yeah. I know. Anyway, here's, here's something that I feel is is uh, a good example of the difference between you and me. The <laughs> dreams you describe sound like 1960s episodes of The Twilight Zone. Yeah. While frequently my dreams feel like. 2010 episodes of Black Mirror. <laughs> oh, wow. Wow. Yeah. Well, give me an example. Do you have a recent dream that was super Black Mary? Um, No, I usually forget them right away. Um, and even ones where it's like where I think about it the rest of the day, I can't, none of those are coming to mind right now. But I always feel like my my dreams are weird and dark and... and Very uh, existential. Like, uh, like I wake up relieved that it was just a dream. But yeah. I never do that. that, you know... 
like you see in movies where, huh, yeah, who does that? No one does that for real, right? Nobody does that. No. In fact, I my kids, my daughter, oldest daughter, when she was little, had night terrors. And mm. that's the closest we ever came to the movie style, which still didn't even work. What she would do is she'd kind of moan herself awake and go, eh, and then she'd sit up and just go, eh. I mean, it was never like, oh, oh, it's just a dream, and it'd be all sweaty. No one does that. Right. No, nobody does that. Yeah, that's a movie thing, guys. Too many yeah. movies. Anyway, giant roosters, rule the world, we're all screwed. Jeez. Uh, all tell right. me about, did you watch a movie? This weekend, or I did go out and see a movie. Mm. Went out and saw a movie yesterday, right before the uh, the Packer game. Oh. Poor went out for the Packer game. Yeah, the poor Packer game. I don't want to yeah. think about it. Anyway, uh, Tina and I went and saw the la- the last remaining movie on the uh, best picture list that mm. we had not seen yet, mm-hmm. uh, which is called Little Women. Oh, little spoiler uh, alert. Uh, Doctor Do Little Women. Doctor Do Little Women. Uh-huh. Uh Spoiler alert: the women are all full size, <laughs> uh, which is a, a big disappointment. <laughs> oh yeah, but it's got that um, uh, it's got that Pew in there. I like her. It's got Florence Pew. Yeah, and and this is I think the first thing that I've really seen her in because uh, I haven't seen Hereditary or um, I guess she was in something else this last. No, she's in year. she's in Midsummer. She's not in Hereditary. Mid, that's what it was. It was yeah. Midsummer. Yeah, right. And she was incredible um, in it. Amazing. Yeah, so that that's something that uh, that I apparently need to like see. Like they're giving her best supporting Midsummer. actress for the thing you just saw. They should have probably mm-hmm. given her a best best actress for Midsummer. It's just really? a genre Midsummer? film, so those things don't make it in there. But she is amazing. Yeah, it. yeah, she's so good. Hmm. Anyway, cool. So um, it's got her. It's got uh, Sir Sharonin mm-hmm. rhymes with a nurse Sharonin. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's got uh, Laura Dern, who I I think might be in all in all nine best picture. Uh, movies. <laughs> oh my gosh! Yeah, Laura Dern's having quite the resurgence, isn't she? She really is, man. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I know she's in Marriage Story, and I know she's in uh, Little Women. I'm wondering if she like, you know, peeks out of a window in, in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood and says, "Hi, I'm Laura Dern." Yeah, this may, one too. May as well. But yeah. she's got a great agent. Whoever her agent is, man, is 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 great. Does she have a scene uh, in this movie where uh, she thinks that Samuel L. Jackson is just reaching around her shoulder, but really it's his arm? It's been severed by a velociraptor. Does that happen in this? <laughs> yes, oh. but it's but oh. it's uh, in the, it's well. I didn't want to give anything away. It's after the credits. Oh shoot! So, okay, yeah. all right. No, say yeah. no more. It's fine. That's a that's not yes. quite a spoiler, but sure, it comes later. Watch for it, guys. Yes. Anyway. Um. It was good. You know what? It's uh, I think this might be the first adaptation of, of Little Women that I've seen, which is funny because I feel like there have been 11 different adaptations of Little Women. I feel like every decade has an adaptation of Little Women. Yeah, feels like. And and I uh, and I've never read the book. Um, so I'm curious if the book is done um, the same way that this movie was, which has things kind of out of order. Mm. Um. Or if the book is is like you know, the women are little and then they get bigger mm. kind of thing. Or if, uh, um, or if the the book is also written in kind of that that choppy. How old is that style. book? Oh, Little Women, novel by American author uh, Louisa May Alcott. Yeah, eighteen sixty eight. Yeah, is when wow. the when it was first uh, published. Wow, that was cowboy times. Okay, GM Funky Town is uh, he's well. <laughs> we have we have dis- disagreement right away. Uh, Jackalope Ashley says no. The out of order thing is all Greta Gerwig. GM Funky Town says yes. The book is told in flashbacks. But I think that might be. Oh, okay. He says well, maybe I'm wrong. So, oh, 
All right, I don't know. Yeah. I've never read it either, and I also think I only saw one, and it was the one with, uh, uh, oh, I can't think of her name all of a sudden, uh, Beetlejuice. Uh, oh, Winona Ryder. Yeah, wasn't she in one of those? She was a little She woman. was, and that, you know what? That's something I was going to look up because I was curious. Um, somebody said that, oh, yeah, it's got uh, Winona Ryder and um, Julia Roberts, and I said, no, I think you're thinking of Mona Lisa Smile, but I could be... Wrong. Here we go. Jillian Armstrong directed a 1994 adaptation, which starred yep, Winona Ryder, Trini Alvarado, uh-huh. Samantha Math- Mathis, mm-hmm. and Kirsten Dunst, and all of her teeth. Yeah, every tooth. And, and this time she had all the teeth in. And Claire Danes. Yeah, I don't think that one. Oh, and Christian Bale isn't that? Eric Stoltz? Uh, yeah. Gabriel Byrne? That's a crazy cast. Susan Sarandon looks like she might have been the mom in, uh, she, she was, in yeah. that version. She was Mrs. Yeah. March in there. Mrs. March. Mrs. March. Mrs. March. Uh, um, so would you, so, all right, but okay. So of the, is this the first one you've seen, you said, or you've, have you seen others? This is the, this is the only little women adaptation I've seen. I'd be curious how it compares because, uh, this one is rated highly. The old one, the 94 one, people seem well, to like it. Oh, really? Is it? Okay. Yeah, seem to, um, seem to do okay. Well, you know what? Maybe while, maybe while the, this one is still fresh in my mind, I'll go back and watch, uh, some of the other adaptations. Let me, let me see which ones are streaming. Yeah. I still have the blob up as, uh. Because that was the last thing that I. Oh my gosh, Christian Bale looks like a a twelve year old in this. He's not that young, right. but he's looks very young in it. So there uh, was a Little Women in twenty seventeen. Oh really? Just two uh, years ago? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, just two years ago, and I'm seeing who's in that one. Oh, that was a see. That was a. That oh, was a mini-series. three episode show. Yeah. It looks like it's like a BBC thing or something. Yeah, yeah. Let's look at these names. Oh, this has Emily Watson in it. Oh, hello, Michael Gambon. Yes, Angela Lansbury. Yes. Yes. Okay. Yeah, UK. Um, let's see. So the the Winona Ryder one looks like uh, Showtime. I can watch it on Showtime subs, which I don't currently have. Oh, it is BBC. Oh. Just confirmed. Anyway, the Little Women from 2018. Yeah, that looks like a Nickelodeon production. Yeah, man, is there one uh, every year? Like, <laughs> is that Leah Thompson is is Mrs. March? It looks like it is. Uh, Catherine Hepburn's uh, 1933 version is on Flix. 1949 with uh, June Allison and Peter Lawford. Wow. Wow. Elizabeth Taylor. Uh, 1918 Little Women, all black and white. Yeah. Jeez, Little Women, L.A. Oh, but that's about uh, little people who are women. Yeah, that's the that's little... like a Bravo show. Sure. Uh, that looks like that looks like all of the ones that Just Watch has listed. I'm uh, I watch I also watched the video where Florence Pugh ate a bunch of food. Uh, uh-huh. You know those 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 Asian videos. What are they called? Bangkok Muk- or mukbang? Mukbang. That's it. Has <laughs> uh, the how many times are you gonna say that word this morning, Scott? <laughs> Oh, the rooster word won't what stop. What is that called? Bangkok? Bangkok? <laughs> um, no, it's like uh, it's like her eating a bunch of like frilly desserts. It looks like stuff they'd almost have at like British Bake Off or something. But she's also wearing like this banana looking dress that's like super yellow. And and she just, oh, it was on Vogue.com. And she just is sampling all this like fine pastries and everything. And it's just a dumb video of her eating and talking. But man, if she's not compelling, she's just great. She is, and she's really good in this. This, this, seeing her in this makes me want to go see her in all, all the other things. So, yeah, Midsummer is is uh, queued up on the. Uh, you should watch on Midsummer. The streamer. That thing yeah. is weird, dude. Yeah, weird. But she, you cool. know what? The other thing I like about her, 
here's the other thing I think I like about her. She's normal. She is normal. She's just a normal girl. She doesn't have to be model perfect. She doesn't have, uh, you know, the the ridiculous idea of what we think uh, uh, a female body should be in a modern day. Mm -hmm. She's just kind of normal. And on top of that, really good at her job. And I don't know what the deal is, but I just totally respect it. It's great. So keep it up. Keep it going. Oh, she's in uh, The Commuter. Uh, Oh, I I forgot about that. The film with... uh, What's so his face? Liam Neeson, right? I've got a yes. I've got a particular set of skills on this train. I have to yes. find the bomb. I have a particular twenty-minute drive to work every day. <laughs> exactly. It's my commute. It's my commute. I might read the newspaper. <laughs> I might listen to This American Life on a podcast. <laughs> That's a, actually I, I watched The Commuter. I kind of enjoyed it. I like yeah. all his revenge movie things. I think they're fine. Yeah, I don't I really. We getting, I can't complain. They're fine. I think we've got that one queued up to watch. Uh, that's the that's the watch together thing. Yeah. Well, you got you you uh, were totally right about his snowplow one. I love that. It was great. Was that fun? Yeah. yeah just such a you know a, from the movie poster you think oh light innocuous movie there's a tree there's a car stuck in the tree ho 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 yeah but it turns out oh no he's like uh, getting revenge on everybody in yeah that one. snow the snow or uh, cold pursuit it was right oh there it is cold in the chat pursuit, cold pursuit yeah. fantastic little movie that a lot of people probably just blew off because they thought it wasn't like another taken ripoff but mm-hmm. it's more than that you should watch it had Tarantino had the taste of Tarantino in it the taste bit. of Tarantino which in some, a, and a candy. And some people in the chat will say, I'm out, because they don't like him, but there it is. All right. Uh, um, uh, oh, yeah. did you so say? I've seen all, all yeah. nine movies. Yeah. And I still say uh, my top three in this order, Parasite, Jojo Rabbit, 1917. Who is Bob Odenkirk in this movie? He, do you want me to tell you? Uh, he is, uh, is he, he... well, it's not like a spoiler alert. I mean, but he's the he's the dad. Oh, okay. Not Saul Goodman. He's not. He's, he comes in as uh, Saul Goodman. Yes. <laughs> Jimmy. Slick Jimmy. Uh, that's too good. All right. Well, oh, oh sorry. Final season has got to be coming out soon, right? Yeah. Come it's, on. It's Hurry being up with uh, the... worked on, I guess, right? Or... Better call Saul. Yeah. Is it the final season? I Is think so. They said, okay. Yeah. Well, all right. Uh, we've, yes. done, we've done as much as we can there. Uh, it's now f- uh, time for uh, Battle Royale. Now, here's the trick: Is it not? So we don't have Dunaway for sure, right? Where he's not. Coming. We do not have Dunaway. I, he may he may have, uh, be getting looked at right now, but he won't be. Oh, sixth season is the final season. Okay. Okay. Well, that's cool. But I think we still have the fifth season. To, yeah, fifth to, has to come out, and then six right. will be the last one. Okay. Correct. Yes, that's fine. Sorry. But they spread it out over like it's not every year like most shows. It just takes such a long time for these things. Yeah, yeah I mean, come on, Better Call Saul season five. When's it coming out? Got mint julep Jimmy on his porch, taking his sweet time putting out his, his oh, show. February twenty third is when the first episode of season five will come out. Excellent. Yes. Uh, all right. All right. Anyway. Should we? Okay, yeah. So we're doing so this no, with so a listener. No yeah, no done away today. It's going to be listener only. But you guys need to call in to be a part of this. Oh, we already got one. Let's see if this works. Allow. Okay. Hi. Good morning. Who's this? Hello. Can you hear us? Unmute them, Scott. I did. Okay. Uh, hello. I bet they can hear me because. Oh, you know why? Because I'm using this new browser today. Uh, hmm. All right. Wait. So, uh, someone. Somebody call back. I think it has to. <laughs> I think I had to accept microphone before a call came in. 
Oh, gotcha. Because right. it's a new browser and it's requesting microphone access. So that's uh, should work now. All right, so I'll take the very first person that calls. That is to say the second. <laughs> Hi, good morning. Who's this? Uh, this is Russ from Bellingham. Hello, Russ from Billingham? Uh, Bellingham, up by the Bellingham. Canadian border in Washington State. Uh, you know what I pictured when you said, because I heard Billingham, I pictured a, a, a pig walking around collecting taxes. He'd, call it, he'd be called the Billingham. <laughs> the Billingham, right. Yeah. Oh, no, the Billingham's uh, coming. Did you keep... I'm, I'm here to collect your taxes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm here for your taxes. Don't think you can hide your taxes under the bed. <laughs> I'll root them out. I'm the Billingham. <laughs> All right. Anyway, uh, it's good to have, have you here, and uh, we're going to play a game. You probably know how this works. It's going to be different today, though, and Brian will explain yep. how it'll work. So, Brian, how's it going to go? That's right. We do not have Brian Dunaway today, so I'm going to be giving Scott and Russ a topic. The two of them are going to go back and forth giving us answers for that topic. Now, Russ, you and Scott are not allowed to Google answers, or you're not, and also you're not allowed to write down answers that you've used. If one of you gives a wrong answer, a repeated Ooh, answer, right. or they take too long to come up with an answer, the win will go to the other player. Your job is to win. That's it. That's really, it. You know. Yep. Uh, that's it. <laughs> All right. Uh, the topic today comes to us from Katavari. Um, let's see. I can't really tell you why, but there's a there is a an anniversary that's coming up for the Tonight Show. Oh. And. Uh, uh, over the nearly 66-year history of The Tonight Show, there have been 16 people who have hosted at least two episodes. 16 mm. people have hosted at least two episodes okay. who are the hosts of The Tonight Show. Okay. And these can be guest hosts because okay. that's what a yes. twofer would be. Okay. Yes. A right. twofer would be a guest host. <clears throat> All right. Correct. All I like, right. I like this. Uh, now, uh, Russ, I will give you the advantage. You can choose whether or not you go first. Or Scott goes first. You may want to take some pieces of low-hanging fruit off the board. Mm. So, yeah, if so. you want to go first, you can. Yeah, I'll go first. And you said The Tonight Show, correct? Yeah. The Tonight Show, yep. Mm -hmm. right, da, I'm going to go, go off my gut and say Johnny Carson. There you go. Right. Johnny Carson, <laughs> right he's a really good one to say. Yeah, yeah that, fruit, <laughs> that, that fruit hangs so low, it is in the dirt. Good fruit grabbing. Good job. Yeah, that's right. Even I know uh, Johnny that hosted from uh, October 1st, 1962, all the way to May 22nd, 1992, 4,531 episodes uh, he hosted. So we're gaining on him, Scott, but we're, we're not there yet. All right. I know a lot of these, so this is going to be good for me. I'm going to take uh, some other low-hanging fruit, though, and go Jay Leno sure. next. Jay Leno. So the first time he hosted, uh, he it was on May 25th, 1992. Um, Guest hosting. And then he took over guest host and then he took over permanently on march 1st 2010 and did 835 episodes wait that's not right 92 was when he first took over and then he quit briefly while conan oh, did it 2009 correct oh yeah, yeah. 1992 he... first tenure 92 to 2009 3775 episodes second tenure 2010 to 2014 yeah there you go yeah that and was you weird might have just given you might have just given russ uh, russ another oh yeah shoot fruit to take. maybe conan was only there yeah, for yeah. a day <laughs> yeah, I think I'm going to go ahead and ask, say Conan because I'm not going yeah. to know more than that. But we'll go with good, Conan good. Take that. Uh, <laughs> good, one to, good one to steal. Uh, Got to take these advantages when they come to you. Conan started June 1st, 2009, ended January 22nd, 2010, only did 146 episodes. All right. Uh, I'm going to go with. Uh, wow. Actually, that's more than I thought he did. Um, mm -hmm. 
Yeah, but that was a bummer. He got screwed on that whole deal. He did get screwed. Yeah. Um, he came out all right on the whole TBS thing. Yeah, though. he's all right. He's fine. Mm-hmm. He has his, he's you know. In the end, who's who's talking about Jay Leno today? Nobody. Who's talking right. about Conan? Exactly. Everybody. All right, I'm gonna say. Um, I mean, there's other low hanging fruit, but I'm gonna go with uh, something a little weird because I remember all the guest hosting I thought was going to lead to him hosting, and it didn't, so he left, and that would be David Letterman. David Letterman, according to this list, did not host more than once. Oh, he hosted at least that. twice. At least I twice. want to confirm this. I think he did as well, but this list uh let me let me confirm before you uh before we go one way or the other. Guaranteed. Uh, Guaranteed. My me- my memory on this is like a big burning flaming bush. Hold on. Let's see. It was all before you went to late night. And then Later, when Carson was retiring, Letterman was on the block to maybe take it over, but then yeah. Leno got it, so he left, went CBS. But before mm-hmm. late night, he he hosted at least twice. I would think so. Um, he he guested a lot, according to this. I mean, like he he appeared as a guest, right? But not as a host on this list. Stand by. Oh, this one won't tell me if he was a host. Though. It'll just tell me how many times. Let's see. David Lennon not only wanted to move in that earlier time slot from his late night spot, 1992, da 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 da. Um, it's got to be more than one. I would think so. Yeah. Uh, Letterman having had his heart set on the earlier time slot in spite of Leno's rating successes, recurring substitute. Okay. So that's not Letterman being. Uh, I am I am not finding. No! This is crazy. <laughs> this can't be. I know a hundred other names I could have said. I know, according to this list, and and uh, yeah, if 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 someone can find information that shows that he did it, frick! I know <laughs> the Billingham well, wins. Ah, so. yeah. uh, the Billingham wins. He showed up in his three-piece suit and took all my money. All right, hold on yeah. a second. Yep. Is that is that? Oh. All right, I'm going to look this up later. I was sure he did more than that. I was sure as well. I, I was when you said that. I was like, oh yeah, he should, Letterman should be on this list. But now that I think about it, maybe it was just. Uh, I feel like he showed up at least once because he brought a cardboard desk, didn't he? Yeah, or something oh, weird. No, it was when he was a guest on the show. He brought his own desk to like. Oh no, that was Carson came on late night and brought his that's desk. Right, and brought his own desk. Yeah, that's but correct. I still remember this. I'm such a dumbass. All right. <laughs> That's dumb because Maybe. I could have said Jimmy Fallon. I could have said Joan could've. Rivers. I could have said could've. Joey Bishop. I could have said, yeah. um, uh, uh, hold on, don't say anything. Steve Allen. I could have said, of course, guy who said diarrhea and got kicked off. Um, Joe or Jack Parr. Uh, Jack Parr said diarrhea and got kicked or off. Or some he made some diarrhea joke <laughs> and they tried to they tried to censor him so he quit <laughs> or something like that. Or they threatened to kick him. I can't remember what the deal was. It was really weird back then. Yeah, uh, you could have said any of those people. George Burns did it a couple times, right? Uh, George Burns, not uh, more than once. Uh, uh, you could have also said Ernie Kovacs, Jack Lasculi, Al Jasbo Collins. Might have said Jasbo and got kicked off. Yeah. Art Linkletter uh, for four weeks. Merv Griffin for four weeks. Hugh Downs for two weeks. Hugh Downs. Hugh Downs. Sat in the chair for two weeks, yeah. What the frick? Um, Jerry Lewis for two weeks. Uh, and, um, that's, 
it. Why am I not seeing Gary Shandling in this list? Yeah, Gary why Shandling, isn't Shandling did it? List too. Yeah, it's Don Rickles, I think, did it a couple times. Maybe mm. that list is, maybe we're all crazy. Maybe this is all the different timeline. <laughs> I don't know what it happened to me. All right, well, you win then, dude. Yeah. Yeah, you know, you freaking win. We're sending stuff to Billingham. Uh, all right. Yeah. I'll take it. Here's all you have to do. You got to email Brian Coverville at gmail.com and he'll send you your winnings. But, uh, but well done. You All hung right. in there and yes. I screwed that up. Uh, well done. We'll see you later. Oh, oh there goes that. That's right. And, and just to just to give them one more plug, uh, one of our prizes today is supplied by Canna World Market. Uh, go to cannaworldmarket.com slash Loveland, uh, C-A-N-N-A worldmarket.com slash Loveland, and order your CBD treats. Uh, Russ today is getting some, some CBD lip balm. Nice. Uh, natural flavor. Yeah. And some look like honey, CBD honey treats, honey candies. So there you go. Enjoy that. Of course, he's also getting the two games that we didn't give away last week. I was sure he got Late Night with David Letterman because of what they'd liked about his hosting for Johnny. Yeah, I, I this surprises me, too. I wonder if, uh, let's see. Oh, shite. He was a regular guest on the show and was a regular guest host. Uh, let's see. I found a little listing that said getting the Joe, nod. Joe Gaillard says he hosted once, December fifth, nineteen seventy-nine. Steve Martin hosted once. Kermit the Frog hosted once. According to this list, <laughs> really. So this says Laban Letterman and others, such as Jerry. Huh. Okay. Guess because did launch their careers. Okay. Zubba, zubba, zubba. All right. I maybe it just was the one, and it was a big deal. I don't know. That seems like seems uh, really weird. I could have sworn that he was he was in there multiple times. So. I was sure of it. Okay. Well. Yeah. The good news is, yeah, Russ wins. But if we find out uh, that you are correct later on, we find some proof. Then, then you win too. Oh, then then I get. You weren't gonna get. You weren't gonna get these CBD treats anyway. So no. it's no skin off your nose. No, I got some oil upstairs. Tastes like grass. I'm good. I'm fine. Yeah. Problem solved. Doesn't really do anything for me. Sort of just sits there. This oil is that I have. Although well, the, the stuff the from foot off a CBD gummy bear apparently well, it it your... depends the it depends on the brand so these this feels brand actually does work the other kind I use and I forgot the name of it that we still have from leftover it never did anything for me so I think there's like <laughs> a there's probably like a huge gap between function and you know what they promise mm -hmm. and what actually works because I don't know how regulated this stuff is that's why I like feels because they have like I don't know they got like people you can call <laughs> yeah. it's not just yeah. some fly by night thing which is nice. Always, always better for sure. Uh, all right. Oh, Sergeant Ism or Sergeant Zim says he was going to say Letterman and was out too. So there you go. Hmm. Oh, wow. Cool. Uh, so Sergeant Zim is Russ. Yeah. Is that Russ? That's Russ. All right. Well, hey, Russ. It's good to, it was good to have you on. Congratulations yeah, and well done. Sure. Don't get too stoned on the CBD. <laughs> Doesn't actually work that way. All right. Does, doesn't work that way. No. Shouldn't, shouldn't work that way. No. <laughs> then you might be buying the wrong stuff. That's true. Now this. dive into some news this morning uh speaking of pot this was not on purpose to transition okay. here uh into right. the uh, pot discussion but oregon marijuana sales are 420 percent stronger near idaho nah yeah wow 420 420 percent that's the part that made me question this article, actually, because yes, I'm like, right. really? We're exactly so, 420 percent stronger near Idaho. So the closer you get to the Idaho border, meaning stronger, Idahoans are coming over the border and getting their fix right. is what's happening. Yes, because oh, uh, Idaho, it's like, it's like they were trying to find any statistic 
related to pot that would be 420. Well, if we include this county, then it's 420. Okay, include that county. Yeah, basically, yeah. Uh, so I guess that's what's happening. Uh, Idaho, where it is not legal to purchase said marijuana for any kind of use. People are heading over the board. It's kind of like us and fireworks. We do this with um, mm -hmm. uh, with uh, Wyoming because Wyoming yeah. you can get fireworks and they and they're legal. Down here they're super restricted because of fire stuff, and so we'll go over there. When I was a kid, we'd all drive up to Wendover, or no, that's that's uh, Nevada. Same thing though. And yeah, we'd, we'd go to Cheyenne, just uh, you know, just south of Cheyenne, between Cheyenne and the Colorado border. Yeah. But it's always funny to see. When we do road trips to Salt Lake, right, for, yeah. you know, Nertacular or other things, yeah. um, it's funny how, like, as soon as you cross over to the border of some places, it's like a hundred fireworks stands just mm -hmm. right there. Yep. Oh, yeah. They know. They know what's up. And I'm yeah. guessing this marijuana yeah. thing's similar. Uh, Idaho residents are purchasing recreational marijuana in Oregon because it's illegal in their state. The report uh, has showed stronger marijuana sales in Washington state whose state is bordered with Idaho also in 2019 and along its borders with Oregon and Canada. They also do well. The sales in countries along the border of, or sorry, along the Idaho border were much stronger than I anticipated, said analyzer Josh Lehner. 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 Uh, <laughs> it's probably Lehner. I don't know. Or Lehner, yeah. Lehner. Yeah, the H It's like Lehrer, McNeil Lehrer. Oh, yeah. You don't pronounce the H. No, no. Or also, oh, I'm going to be I'm going to be watching the McNeil Le report later. <laughs> also, nice deep cut for a thing I thought was the most boring thing when I was growing up. Like if the PBS was on and it was the McNeil Lair report, I'd rather die than sit there. Yeah. Oh, exactly. Yes. Probably would be okay with it now. Anyway, obviously recreational marijuana is not legal in Idaho, but either after throwing the data into a rough border tax model that accounts for incomes, number of retailers, tax uh, rates, and the like, there remains uh, there remains a huge border effect. Um, honestly, I think this might be what pushes a lot of states to just go for it because mm -hmm. you're creating a weird legal dichotomy. Yeah, it's or you conundrum or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Right. So just make it legal and quit and knock it off. You're exactly. already you just yep. do it. It's no big deal. Like this stuff grows in the ground. It, you already let people drink themselves silly. What's the problem? Just do it. Mm -hmm. It's fine. Are there any? Are there any of the uh, Democratic candidates that are that are like? Uh, have that as their platform? I don't think I'm any... I'm going to make it so that you can buy. I'm Richard Nixon, and I'm coming back to life. <laughs> my, my Bernie Sanders... I, I just like Trump. into a... I don't like Trump so much, I'm running for the Democratic ticket. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I, I think... Uh, I don't think anybody's really touting it because the states are all kind of pushing it, so they, I don't yeah. think on a federal level you need to say much or make it part of your plan, but... Uh, that's the sticky wicket they can probably avoid, but um, mm -hmm. but yeah, like w there's no, it's just it's dumb. Just do it. Go ahead and do it. I'm pro. I am pro whatever the law is, but I also am pro sort of like uh, it's this law. Just change it. It's fine. Yeah. Get o get over yourselves. You you had your 60s and 70s where you demonized it. Now you can just relax. Um, let's make it less. You know, exactly. Let's make it less criminalized. Decriminalize the pot, man. Yeah, man. Man. Uh, all right, here we go. Oh, yeah, Idaho is surrounded, dude. They are surrounded at a yeah, border. Three yeah. states that have legalized recreational marijuana, including Oregon, Washington, and Nevada. <laughs> they can't, they right. can't help but it. But no They're Montana. Just... So Montana's still holding out as well. Big yeah. sky country. Yeah, and Utah, of course. We're we're rubbing their chode. Right, right, right. Of course, yeah. yes. We're rubbing their chode. Rubbing their chode. <laughs> 
That's good stuff. Um, all right. Robin Idaho's chodes in seventeen seventy six. Speaking of things are changing. Yeah. After thirty years, Hank Azaria will no longer voice the Simpsons character Apu. Oh wow! Are they going to bring in bring in somebody? Well, uh, like an actual. Okay. Yeah, tell me a story. I guess I guess I better listen to the story, Scott. Here's how the story goes. After thirty years as a controversial Indian American character on The Simpsons. Hank Azaria has announced he will no longer voice the thickly accented Apu Nasahima Peta Frickapetalon. I can't say it. Nasa, <laughs> like the, my wife like does the frick it. Frick in there, though. Yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> can't do it. Anyway, it says as we know there is, as we know there is, uh, or sorry, as we know there is all we know. All, all we, we know. know See, I can't read the anything but freaking third eagle there. All we know is there. Uh, bah! All we know there. All we know there is. No, it's all it? we know there is I won't be doing the voice anymore. It's it's a poorly worded sentence. All we know there is I won't be doing. The all voice we know anymore. there is I won't be doing the voice anymore. They need a comma there. There they do, or they just need to clean it up. Uh, unless there's some way to translate it or something, he says. Hank Azaria said he told this to Slash Film, an industry news blog that reported it Friday. Uh, it had asked the actor about the matter in a discussion panel. That's awesome. I know the guy that runs Slash Film. That's a great, that's a great hmm. get. Uh, what you're going to do with the character is their call, Hank Azaria said, according to Slash Film. It's up to them, and they haven't sorted it out yet. Uh, all we've agreed on is I won't do the voice anymore. The decision to remove Azaria from voicing a poo was mutual, the actor said, according to the site. Uh, we all agreed on it. We feel like it's the right thing and a good. Uh, sorry, it's the right thing and good and good about it. We all feel like it's the right thing and good about it. Maybe Hank yeah. Azaria needs to switch Hank Azaria, up. What he somebody says. needs to start speaking for Hank Azaria. No kidding. Who's going to do your voice? Right. Um, let's see. The comedian Hari Kondabulu, whose 2017 documentary <laughs> uh, called "The Problem with a Poo" <laughs> and my and my horrible <laughs> pronunciation. Right. Thrust controversy about the character in the mainstream. Wrote Friday on Twitter. He hopes The Simpsons keeps a poo and lets a very talented writing staff do something interesting with him. My documentary, The Problem with the Poo, was not made to get rid of a dated cartoon character, but to discuss race representation in my community, which I love very much. Uh, it was also about how you can love something like The Simpsons and still be critical about aspects of it, like a poo. Uh, yeah, I'm fine. I'm, I'm curious to see what they do. It'd be cool if they could. Um, if they get a if they get an, an Indian, Indian an actor, an Indian person to do the voice, yeah, yeah exactly. they do. If they do that, what I hope is that they can get it somewhere close to Apu's uh, affectation that that Hank Azaria already does, so it doesn't feel too jarring. Just from yeah. a character point of view, like forget about all the outside Maybe issues, less comedic stereotype and more more accurate, but still close enough that it's that it feels right. You know, you know it doesn't it feel like somebody exactly. died and you and you slip somebody in there because I hate that. Um, but on the other hand, what I kind of hope they do is something weird with it. Like, mm -hmm. I kind of hope they do like when, um, <laughs> like, like a poo goes to, uh, a, a school for, to get voice trained to be like a voiceover artist. And yeah. All of a sudden it's, it can <laughs> be very, like it can be George very, Clooney. it can be very audience winky. You know, you can, yes, you totally, can fourth yes. wall that a little bit, have some fun with it. You know, don't worry about it too much and, and just have some fun with that. I kind of hope they do that. They did this with, um. Uh, what's uh, Flanders' wife when she died? Yeah, because yeah, she the character died, but it was because the actress was crazy and she got fired, and uh, they had fun with it. So have fun with it is what I'm saying. So we'll see how it goes. <laughs> well, she got crazy and demanded that she make as much as some of the other people who came in and did 
you know, minor character voices. Oh, was that her deal? Yeah, her husband actually taught me uh, a class. Or I, I was among about 10 people in a class that her husband taught um, here in Denver about doing voice work. Oh, really? That's cool. Yeah, and it was like, oh, you know what? 20 bucks, I'll, I'll go to that class and take it. It was like 1993, 94 or something. Did you learn anything? And, Did you come away going, oh, yeah. Oh, I guess it would have have to have been after she, after Maude Flanders got hit with a uh, a t-shirt gun. So whenever whenever that was, it was after that because oh. he talked about her split with the Simpsons and and what all that was about. Oh wow, she only did like but, uh, she did Maude and then one other little side thing or something, some other mm -hmm. character. She didn't do yeah. much. Uh, yeah, Lovejoy maybe Reverend Lovejoy's wife. I oh, think. Oh maybe that's why I didn't and, see her. Uh, anyway. So in this class, like he talked about, you know how to do certain you know you do this voice and and this is actually where i learned that you any voice you do you have your your phrase that gets you into that voice so too much hassle is how i get into my russian accent if mm. i start with the too much hassle mm. then i can go right into it mm. um and then everything else just goes right into australian uh, gravelly voiced australian <laughs> voice um but then like at one part of the class he gave out he had a bunch of cartoon characters drawn and then we all had to get up and do that voice and i got a uh, a big yokel mechanic, car mechanic bear, and uh, I went a little too. Uh, I think I feel like I went a little too. Um, uh, Foghorn Leghorn. <laughs> I'll say I should fix your car. That's what. I <laughs> nice. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna be uh, critical of a thought that's in the chat real quick here. Which is Tally says uh, the show is thirty one's old, thirty one years old. Maybe it's time for something else. You can have multiple things at once. Yeah. To Lizarell, you can have more than one thing <laughs> happening at once. I like The Simpsons, and I'm happy to see it go as long as they want to go. I don't care. I'm not Boy, one I'm of these people about that... this this new Apple TV animated thing by the Bob's Burgers people called Central Park. Oh yeah, I saw that. I'm very excited about that. Actually, yeah. that's one thing Apple TV needs in their lineup for this plus service is a good animated series. I agree. For sure. Yeah, yep. that'd be good. But yeah, it's fine. 31 years, let them go. Keep going. It's an amazing, it's a huge record. It's like uh, yeah. the nerds won, guys. Be happy. Keep going until people stop watching it. That's but right. Right now, they're still watching it and I'm still watching it. That's right. Uh, here's a uh, good story about a... Um, a brawny Disneyland guest. Oh, did he? Was he the quicker picker upper? He was. He would soak oh, up. I guess everything. that was Bounty. It was a Bounty. Brawny or brawny? Was the, yeah, yeah. Brawny is the big lumberjack guy who, <laughs> right, who like reaches in through the window and hands the woman some paper towels. Right. She would always <laughs> right. She was. He was like the jolly green giant, except he did paper He's towels. Got, he like you know pushes the the paper towels in there and says, "Not Paul Bunyan." <laughs> No, don't sue me. I'm not Paul Bunyan, but here's some paper towels. <laughs> so back to I'm the same size as Paul Bunyan, but I'm not Paul Bunyan. I'm not Paul Bunyan. Uh, don't don't sue me. Someone in the chat says, "Haven't watched The Simpsons in 15 years." All right. <laughs> I don't understand that has anything to do whether whether it should exist or not. Right, it's still right. in like the top 25 <laughs> shows that air every week. You should just be. It's fine. Why? Right. What did it? Where did the Where did The Simpsons touch you? And why? Why? Why are you mad at it? <laughs> All right. I gave it up for Lent. That's right. I gave up Simpsons for Lent. <laughs> that seemed like a thing that some might have to do. All right. Brawny Disneyland guest removes Park's sword in the stone. You know the sword in the stone there? Oh, yeah. The Excalibur? Yeah. Well, using sheer brute force, a Disneyland guest successfully removed the sword in the stone from its anvil. Oh. 
Yeah. Oh no, you're not supposed to be able to do that. Yeah. What did he like? Did they get like a? Uh, I feel like if they don't give him a forever park admission. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just let him in. Let that guy in. Yeah. Uh, it says here that they. It was first reported the sword was removed as part of a planned refurbishment, but the guest stepped up to share what actually happened. Uh, the sword has not been removed for refurbishment. My sem- my friend Sam broke it uh, last week on the eighth when we went to Disneyland. He literally ripped it out. The staff said it was uh, really old, and that's why he was able to do it. Sure. You just don't want to make him king. That's all. You, yeah. You don't right. want him to get king uh, status. Anyway. I know. He should. That's the rules. Like, it, the rules. You put that there. It's it's the rules. He has to be now king of Disneyland. Yeah. Uh, let's see. The staff said they taped it off so no one would stick their fingers and cut themselves on the broken piece that was left inside. Oh, yeah. Um, uh, it says here... Removed the sword from the stone. <laughs> he broke the, st- the sword out. Like, broke the exposed part of the sword <laughs> off of the stone. Exactly. It says, unfortunately, the poor fellow did not become king, as legend dictates, and a brand new sword has already been placed in a uh, freshly polished anvil in its central fantasy land spot. So, Do you think, uh, all is well. Do you think, like, the second that that thing broke, a bunch of Disney guards in black suits with uh, uh, cords to earpieces coming out of their collars uh, grabbed him and took him to the nearest hole that goes down into the Disneyland underworld? I hope. I hope they were yelling, swarm, 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 as they did it. <laughs> That's right. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, man, these guys in the chat really hate The Simpsons. <laughs> really? Like Lennon Aid says, Simpsons is glorified is a glorified jobs program for boomer comedians. Um, first of all, <laughs> most of them are like Gen X comedians. And second of all, what are you even talking about? <laughs> Nobody is taking your face every Sunday and smushing it against the screen saying, watch this. You have right. to see it. Just ignore it if you don't like it. You guys are weird. <laughs> all right, moving on. We're going to take a break. When we come back, major spoilers. That is to say, uh, Stephen will be here. We're not going to spoil. Oh, anything. oh, okay. Yeah, so we got nothing we to spoil. spoil everything. Nah, like, uh, it'll be fine. Little women are not little, but they are women. They're huge, uh, and we're going to do that. And then uh, after that, we're going to not talk to <laughs> Daryl, but we're going to play a mashup, and that'll be fun. So stick cool. around. Uh, coming right up after this. Before that, though, a song. Well, like Maud Flanders, uh, this also comes from Denver. I guess the the actress who played Maud Flanders did come from Denver and wanted more money because she was commuting back and forth from Denver to LA to uh, do voice work. Uh, Band-Aid Brigade. It's the musical project of Zach Quinn, who is from the band Pairs, Brian Wallstrom, who is from Scorpios and Gods of Mount Olympus, and their friends Paul Rucker from Armchair Martian, Street Dogs and Drag the River, and Chris Vogel from The Gamuts are releasing their debut album. I love all these band names. great. It reminds me of that Saturday Night Live thing, and guns. You know, like where they have like all the, the, the fake sounding band names. Yeah. Anyway, they're releasing their debut album, I'm Separate, tomorrow, January 21st, 2020, which you can go pick up tomorrow. This album was recorded at uh, Back in Bloom Studios uh, uh, here in Denver, co-produced with Fogel, and it uh, stretches beyond the punk roots to kind of a a cool power pop uh, feel to it. I totally dig this. Uh, You guys are going to hear the song travel light here's band-aid brigade from their brand new album called i'm separate
We're going to take just a moment and talk to you fine folks about Betterment. Betterment's great. Here's an honest question. How are you supposed to know what to do with your money? Very, very few of us, me included, are exposed to meaningful advice on how to manage our finances. Even fewer have the means to get professional financing guidance. Well, Betterment's a platform that was built to do something radical, to give accessible financial advice that puts you first. If you're like, like uh, most Americans, again, I'm one of those too, your, your money is probably sitting in a savings account, like earning next to nothing. Maybe you have an investment account that you're not really sure what to do with. Betterment can help make sense of what to do with your money. Investing involves risk, that's true, but you don't have to know the ins and outs of the stock market to start saving more or start investing in your future. Betterment's technology will put your money to work, choosing the stocks and strategies that are right for you because we know you have other stuff to do. Betterment's platform can even provide guidance on what financial goals make sense for you. Give your money the new home it needs at Betterment. Peace of mind included. Download the Betterment app today. That's B-E-T-T-E-R-M-E-N-T, just like it sounds. Betterment for the betterment of you. These guys were great to talk to. And I'm terrible at this stuff. But Betterment is rad. And I think you'll think so too. So go check them out. That's Betterment on the app stores today. You give a poor man a fish and you feed him for a day. You teach him to, f- to fish. You give him, you give him, and uh, no, no, no. I, I'm not up for uh, extemporaneous bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> The morning stream. It's totes fat. You give that man to a fish, and the fish will eat for a week. <laughs> oh, I 
felt bad for this guy. It was this video I found of a guy at a hunger summit where they're talking about, you know, how to, in, in, in struggling countries, what kind of skills to teach to have people subsist on their own and that sort of thing. And he just could not get the thing right. The whole Aww. fish for a day, fish for totally life. Totally reminded me of, uh, uh, fool me once, uh, shame, uh, shame on me, fool yeah. me twice, and uh, never get going to get fooled again. I think the who said that. <laughs> Won't be fooled again. How about how much is a Brazilian? Yeah, <laughs> I miss I miss W. <laughs> I miss W too. <laughs> Never thought I'd ever say that, but man, I miss. I couldn't stand Clinton. I miss Clinton. I mm-hmm. couldn't. Right. I couldn't stand Bush Junior. I, I miss Bush Junior. I know. Yeah, I liked Bush Senior. Okay, I guess. Uh, I thought, but I even miss like the buffoonery that was his vice president, uh, Dan, Dan Quayle. Yeah, I miss. I know, that like when that was the worst. When the worst thing was misspelling potato. Yeah. Or at least, or at least convincing school kids that that was the only way to spell potato, whatever it was. I miss it when oh. people gave Obama a hard time for wearing a tan suit. I miss those days. Right. Oh, he wore a tan suit. Did you see that? Oh, he suit. He got Dijon mustard at the at the deli oh. he visited. What? Oh. What? He folded his Chicago pizza before he ate it? What? He's never cheated on his wife and raised kids and has a dog? What? All right. Enough of that. There's your political Enough segment of for the day. Let's, get, let's talk to Steven. Yeah. Well, I should probably call him, though. Oh. Yeah. Well, I mean, we could talk to him. We just won't hear him talk back if we don't call him. You're right. You're right. This is exactly how this works. So now we're going to call him, and we're going to play this. Hello, Stephen Schleicher. How are you? Is it too early for a fish sandwich? Well, <laughs> no. <laughs> it's too early for a fish sandwich. It's never too early for a fish sandwich here on the show. So if you want one, uh, feel free. Yeah. Hey, it's too early to get a fish sandwich? Nope. Listen, I would I would argue that bagels and locks is a fish sandwich. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. It's an open-faced fish sandwich, and therefore it is never too early to get a fish sandwich. There you go. There you have it. Put that to bed. Put that to bed where it belongs. Steven, it's good to have you here. How was your weekend? Yeah, it was a weekend. Yeah? Didn't sound mm-hmm. great. Doesn't sound great by the tone there. You know, didn't have a good yeah. weekend? I just didn't do anything. The kids were out because school was closed on Friday Yeah, because of the, of the ice storm. Oh, you had one of those, did you? Yeah, it wasn't that big of a deal. Yeah. And then um, and then today's uh, Martin Luther King Day, so they're out of school again. Oh. So they had a four-day weekend, so gotcha. they were bouncing around the house, and I tried to get work done. So. I get you. No, same here. These these holidays mean nothing to me. <laughs> they're like completely just nothing. Although we moved Carter out on Saturday, and that was sad. Uh, but she's all good now. I'm going to go to lunch with her actually today and uh, see the new place and take some extra stuff that she left here. And, uh, you know, it's one of those, one of those melancholy kind of two-sided coins. But I'm I'm using the coin. It's fine. Looking at one side and going ah, and I look at the other side of the coin and going ah. But it's just a, it's a in the end of the day I got a coin. And it's fine. Uh, Stephen, let's talk about the, the goings on and nerdity and things that you cover over at Majorspoilers.com. Okay. Uh, on the heels of Arrow is heels. This kind of surprised me. Well, maybe not. Stephen Amell, as many people know, is a huge wrestling fan. In fact, he was even in one of the WWE matches uh, really? a couple of years ago. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I didn't know this. Jeez. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's a, it's a big deal. Go look for, I think it's WWE. Somebody will correct me. I'm not a huge wrestling fan. 
But uh, he, after Arrow, he is now in production of a show called Heels, which follows a Southern wrestling promotion family uh, as two brothers clash over their father's legacy. And uh, and uh, they do it both in the ring and outside the ring. Wow. This has nothing to do with the uh, women's stilettos, pumps, sandals, shoes, and boots website, heels.com. Nothing to do with that. No. Okay. no, no, no. Okay. All right. I gotcha. Uh, okay. Well, that seems like a weird new project for a thing that's otherwise, you know, Arrow, Arrow's just like, oh, here's Green Arrow. Yeah, no, seriously, go and look at him do, uh, this was like, I want to say three years ago, four years ago that he jumped into the ring mm -hmm. and did this uh, big wrestling stunt for uh, for one of the WWE events. Mm. Uh, Heels is supposed to arrive on Stars, but there's no release date yet. It's going to be an eight episode season. And so we'll see what happens with that. But okay. uh, well, every time he enters the ring, will he go, uh, you failed this city. <laughs> Also, if it's it stars, there's going to be swears and boober, boobies. Mm -hmm. yeah. Maybe. That's or the, maybe some wiener. I think that's the rule over there. That's my understanding is if you're going to make a star show, uh, you know, like they, they, they courted um, uh, who made BSG's reboot, uh, Ron, Ron, Ronald Moore. Ronald Moore. They, mm -hmm. they, they courted him over there and they said, hey, we know that you've been doing Star Trek and then BSG. We'd like you to come to do this uh, time traveling lady movie show. <laughs> and uh we're gonna adapt that and you're gonna be oh sweet that sounds great um but you need to be people need to be naked a lot and doing it and he said right. well okay. right. all right he said okay guess i can add some boobies yeah um by the way speaking of arrow and all that we haven't talked since the conclusion of the crisis on infinite earths oh, uh what yeah. did you think of all that uh, i did a whole hour with matthew on our patreon page uh talking about the crisis here's here's the bottom line for me this was great because they were able to tie all of these universes together. Yes. And over the course of the five hours, they gave us some great emotional moments. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. The story was kind of a mess. Not yeah. kind of a mess. The story was really a mess. It was super hand wavy of like, okay, well now we need to fight these guys on a rooftop because we have to now. Yeah. Oh, but we've solved this problem with a very easy solution. And now that's over. <laughs> yeah. 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 No, it was, it's a mess of a story, just kind of like the comic book originally was. If you just read Crisis on Infinite Earths and didn't read the tie-in issues, it very much is a, a mess there. But, you know, for the emotional moments and tying in uh, the various universes, including the Ezra Miller bit, uh, that yes. was very, very well done. Um, that was such a great moment. Holy cow. So definitely watch the five hours. I think it's all available right now on the CW streaming service for free. Um so people can go and watch it, but don't go in expecting a fantastic story. Um, if uh, if Ted Knight were still alive, would we get his narration for? Oh, for I think future? so. <laughs> <laughs> he was great at that. Yeah. Yes, he didn't do it well, very now long. There's a hall of justice, Scott. Oh, that's true. But he didn't do it yeah. very long, right? Wasn't he? Wasn't he just sort of some early season stuff for Super Friends, and then some I other? Think, guy I think the ones I think he was the on. Yeah, yeah they, they, once recorded, they just reuse it. <laughs> did they? Oh, that's Meanwhile, interesting. in the Hall of Justice. I mean, I loved how he did it. He was great. Yeah. Yeah, Meanwhile, he said, he said, Meanwhile, at the Legion of Doom. I was just like, whoa, Legion of Doom. <laughs> and he always there? sounded like he was in a like in a closet with no soundproofing or something like that. It was like always so echoey. Yeah. Meanwhile, <laughs> he probably was. far away from the microphone. 
And as a kid, you just thought that's almost like a guy's watching it with you and reminding yeah. you where you're going to go. Like, oh, we're having a scene change. Birdwell. And like he's just right there with you, you and Ted Knight. Oh, that's oh, so good. Greatest. Anyway, yes. I remember being shocked. Okay, this is a fun childhood story. Because all I knew him from was the Mary Tyler Moore show mm-hmm. and the voice in that thing for Super Friends. So to me, he was a very wholesome guy. And it's the only way I knew him. So I see Caddyshack for the first time. <laughs> and I remember thinking, oh my gosh, this this is like a rated R, very rated R movie. And Ted Knight's in it. How can this be? I remember it shocking me a little bit that he was but in he it. he didn't do anything. It's like, I mean, what's what, her name? Maybe dropped an F-bomb or something. But he, he wasn't, at least he wasn't the Rodney Dangerfield role. Oh, right, right, right. right. Yeah. Even when he was on that Too Close for Comfort show, he was still... Uh, you know, he was still Baxter, uh, Ted Baxter, right? Yeah, just basically I'm, Ted Baxter with a pen. Sure, and I'm pretty yeah. certain that if if you if you had him, if that movie was made today with the exact same everything, I think that movie's mm-hmm. PG-13 anyway. I don't even think it's R anymore. Right. But when you're right. a kid, it just seems like a little shocking. It was like when I who, who's uh, Sound of Music? What's her name? Julie Andrews. Julie Andrews. Yeah. When Julie Andrews was in this movie called Sob. Yes, where she rips open her top. Yeah, you get Julie Andrew boobs. I remember mm-hmm. thinking, "What are we? What are we doing? It's what, it's a Mary Poppins. Mary Poppins. Yeah, what Mary Poppins. Music. Mary Poppins. What are you? You flopped out your boobies, Mary Poppins. Philip, do, sing do re mi and a spoonful of sugar or something. <laughs> Get me back to what I know. Yeah. So that kind of stuff as a kid, it'll really throw you. You got to be careful with it. Anyway, uh, so all right. Well, that's that's great. I'm glad you guys at least had some. F- with it i guess i don't know i missed I mean, all of this i mean it was fun it was cool looking at all the cameos it was great when they bring in burt ward and it's great when they bring in uh you know they bring oh, in yeah. uh yeah all those all those you know cameos people tied into other things things that tie into other universes the fact that we actually get a kind of an ending to the christopher reeve story mm-hmm. uh is is great um but the overall storyline was just not there and it, it's just a matter of hey let's go to this scene to this scene to this scene and some characters, just because of the way scheduling goes, you don't even get them in shots where they should have been. Like, Cisco, where did he go the whole second half or the whole, you know, final <laughs> right. four-fifths of the show? He's gone. Oh, no kidding, yeah. And, you know, <laughs> there's one moment where I really expected them, all the Paragons, to do a Care Bear stare. Uh-huh. And for anybody who's already seen that that final confrontation between the Spectre and the Anti-Monitor... And they're all standing in line. I'm like, surely something is going to erupt from their chests right now. And then it doesn't. It's just like, man, whatever. Yeah. Uh, sorry, there's been some confusion in the chat whether or not the Julie Andrews discussion was, uh, about whether Julie Andrews was really topless in uh, she, oh, in uh, I SOB. Guarantee, guarantee she was. She was absolutely boobs out. <laughs> I, I remember this like it burned I can't my brain. A discussion. I may have been wrong about Letterman and how many times he hosted the Tonight Show, but. Uh, I am not wrong about this. It was I was a young, very impressionable this, young boy. This is a subject that I'm absolutely 100. <laughs> percent And the, and the thing is, the the leading man in that movie was um, Jr. Mulligan from, uh, oh. oh, I thought it was Richard Mulligan from Soap. Oh, I thought it was Jr. from from Maybe I'm uh, thinking maybe that one. I am thinking of uh, Victor Dallas. Victoria, uh, MrSkin.com. <laughs> <laughs> I have still never been there. I don't know what this place is. Everyone brings it up. Randy doesn't believe Show me. Show us your search I, I, You can look at all Show of it. Us. I don't even, I've never been to Mr. Skin. I don't know a thing yeah, about no, it. I don't, I've not been either. I'm just, this is the first <laughs> time. I thought there'd be just a real quick search engine where you could just pop in and say, 
Julie Andrews. Probably, Probably Google images not. or something. Mr. President, let us see the birth certificate and the uh, web search history, yeah. please. They may have done some sort of edit for TV or something. I don't know. So maybe that's right. what some people are thinking. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Let's get off her boobs and on to uh, the next thing, which is this. Um, we've was been talking my, that was my segue. You like that? Yeah, it was pretty good. Uh, Stephen and I have been talking here and there about coloring books and uh, putting up more of that sort of stuff. I've been working on a couple things here. And uh, here's here's an idea. The Democratic Presidential Candidates Activity Book. Is this for real? This this is for real. Okay. It is. You can look at you share share some of these images there yeah. in the uh, in the chat or there on the video. Yeah. But these are very like. I don't even know how to describe these caricatures of all of the candidates, the 2020 Democratic candidates. Yeah. But they're kind of scary looking. Yeah. And I can't imagine giving this to anyone to say, hey, you look a little stressed out. How about you color this picture of Bernie Sanders with his arm raised yelling at you? That'll that'll calm you down. Yeah. Uh, but it's just like uh, 30 pages or something of coloring books. Uh, activity book, I guess, is what they call them. You don't want to call them coloring books because that's for, you know, that's for kids. Right. Mm -hmm. um, but man, it is it is an interesting look. Uh, something that I think uh, Justin Robert Young should be on the lookout for. Um, as he goes out to the, uh, I think he's going out to Iowa, isn't he? Uh, he's going to some one one of the primary primaries. Is it Iowa? I don't I don't know. I think it, I think it is. Yeah, he's um, uh, his his PX three stuff is he did a little fundraising for that so he could do the the travel costs and everything. And he's gonna, yeah, he's this thing go. just looks weird. If this can be a coloring book, Scott, then I think you should have no problem getting your coloring book out there and up there on the Amazons. What happened by the end to, of the week? What happened to Andrew Yang's hand? My gosh. I know, right? Look at that, Brian. Have you got oh, look, the, look, uh, look, look, at yeah. look at Beto O'Rourke's face. I stopped at Bernie Sanders. I was, I was just glued to the Bernie Sanders uh, coloring book. And they've got a Joe Biden is getting uncomfortably close oh. to a woman again. You decide who. Oh, wow. Man, yeah, these are poor. I mean, I guess you have to have thick lines to be able to to fill in the colors. But uh, I guess, but wow. I don't know. Why, about why that. are all their pictures, by the way, look like they're um, they're on match game? Getting introduced at the beginning of match game, they kind of do. Yeah, with the, with the stars all around them. And this is something to color in. This is this is pre Fallout for a lot of these guys too. So it's Beto O'Rourke's in there. Mm -hmm. um, they look mm -hmm. like they're from the game. Oh my God, Marion Williamson, uh, Joe C Stack. This one, okay, this one looks like it's just totally parody though. The Marion Williamson, and I'm sure somebody is having fun with it, but just the fact that it exists in this world. Also, she it looks like that Marianne Williamson one looks like it was drawn by my stoner friend in detention. <laughs> right, exactly. Like a kid who's super into Rush. He's scratching this on the desk. Yeah. Yeah. I know what this is. Oh, jeez. These are painful. But you know what? I, but you bring up a point. Uh, artists, fellow artists out there, we need to do more coloring books because it turns out even adults are into them. So. Oh, yeah. Now, should. I would have thought that the coloring book craze ended like three years ago because like three years ago, coloring books were all over the place. Yeah. Uh, but you can still go to the bookstore, the grocery store, and they have a section, you know, where they have the magazines that still have the find a words and the coloring books are all over that place. Yeah. Well, I'm uh, I'm into this. This looks great. Now, all right, to the biggest news of the week. You yes. finished your arcade one-up conversion to RetroPie, and you love it. How does it look? I did. Yeah, yeah. Which and you did this with glory. the which one? The Street Fighter Street machine Fighter, or which Street Fighter? Yeah, Street Fighter Two is the one that okay. I did. All right. And it is really cool. I only had to drill two holes. So that I could accommodate uh, the the coin, essentially the coin buttons, 
mm-hmm. the which essentially I think are the select buttons on a regular like uh, NES controller. Yeah, uh, and then wired everything up uh, with uh, some light up uh, LED um, buttons. Wired it all up to a USB controller, popped it into the Raspberry Pi, and boom, it's working. That's fantastic. It's oh, so cool. It, yeah. it took me about an afternoon to do. I mean, I had to put the uh, the arcade one-up machine together, mm-hmm. and then it was just a matter of, okay, here are the parts that I need to disconnect. Here's the Raspberry Pi. And the longest part was simply putting in all the buttons and connecting the, um, the what are they called, the, the posts to the USB board and then also p- hooking up the LED part. That right. was the longest part. Right. And then just turning it on and away it goes. That's awesome. Are you? Uh, do you have any particular games that you're like, oh man, this is so perfect for those? I well, yes, uh, because the Street Fighter one is the two person uh, system that works great for all the fighting games. So my kids are loving the classic arcade, you know, Mortal Kombat and uh, Metal Metal Slug and all those kind of games. They're loving that as the two player stuff. Um, me myself, I'm still trying to get past that first level on Donkey Kong. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you know, hey, what? My favorite part of Donkey Kong is the little intro that goes. You know what's funny is the Chase ATMs now do a thing when you when you finish your transaction where it sounds like the Donkey Kong music, but it's that it's that like it sounds like it's the the ending part of that that theme. Oh, that's funny. I'm going to have to record it and, and play it on the show because it cracks me up every single time. Now, here's the thing. Now, uh, I was talking about uh, the instructions that I used to build this one-up machine I got from the ETA Prime YouTube um, web channel. Mm-hmm. Uh, somebody had contacted me. One of the Frog Pants uh, Tadpoolers uh, contacted me afterwards and said, hey, I followed those instructions too, but the HDMI controller that I got was wrong for the monitor and I blew out the monitor is oh, what he no. told me. He said, you wow. have to be really careful. And sure enough, if you look on the back of your monitor, there is a kind of like a serial number or a model number on the back of the uh, monitor. When you go and buy your uh, HDMI board, you do need to double check and make sure that your board will work with that monitor model. Mine did. So I didn't have any problems. Hmm. The other thing you also have to make sure is, is that that controller board and of course any exposed circuit boards are not in any contact with metal because the back of the monitor is metal. And if you're putting that controller board in contact with the back of the uh, monitor, it will also cause it to fry out. Mm. So um, that is the only caution that I would say to anybody who wants to do this. But it was super, super easy to do. I was very pleased with it. And uh, it's been basically on every single day since we hooked it up like two weeks ago. Wow. Uh, I'm I'm, I'm jelly. I need to just do it. I have the thing. Yeah. Just do it. Yeah. I'm... I'm going to do it as soon as um, as soon as I see the X Men or the Marvel machines get down to the price that the other ones were. You know, when they get down to the mm-hmm. 199 price point, that's the one I want. Because if I'm going to have it, if I'm going to have it all branded, I'm not planning on covering it up with anything. Right. If I'm going to yeah, have it all no, branded, I, I, want, uh, I want a Marvel. Marvel yeah, business. yeah. I would definitely now. I don't know if Costco sells these things. If you can get them cheaper, if they're if they sell them at Costco or not. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd be surprised if they don't. Yeah. Yeah, but I do know that the Walmart ones for the especially because I did also get the the Marvel one. Still a hundred dollars more. It's like what is it? Uh, Two ninety nine instead of one ninety nine. Yeah. The still, other thing I would say, yeah. the other thing that I discovered is that um, I did not drill a hole through the acrylic cover. On uh, you know where your controllers are, mm-hmm. uh, and just because I was like, well, I don't want to drill another hole. I just want to put this together, see if it works, and then I got too lazy to 
you know, pull everything back up and put the acrylic <laughs> to, to back in. Yeah. Uh-huh. Man, either my hands are super acidic uh, or and sweaty, or the printing on these cabinets is the cheapest that you've ever seen because <laughs> my hand resting on the edge has already rubbed off basically all of the paint right there on the top of the controller. Did you, did you smear off a little bit of uh, Ryu? <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Smeared off some Ryu. <laughs> he goes, Shadouken! Oh, re- real quick. Yeah. Uh, when it comes to, you guys were talking about weird dreams. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. If people want to have the weirdest dreams, I don't know if this will happen for everybody, but it does for me. In the afternoons, if I'm at home and I just need a little quick nap or something for like 30 minutes to an hour, I will turn on podcasts and I'll lay down on the couch here in the office and I'll turn up the volume just, you know, to where it's just maybe a little, not uncomfortably loud, but fairly loud. And I'll go to sleep and man, having Brian and Scott and Justin and Tom Merritt running around in your dreams because the podcast is filtering into your mind as you're dreaming (laughs) is the weirdest, trippiest stuff you will ever experience. Really? That's hilarious. Oh yeah. It is. It is funny. All right. I mean, I've had, I'm trying to think you, uh, Steven has been at least in one of, at least one of my weird dreams, uh, right around. I know I have been, I know that my, you know, my severed head on a, a wheelchair. Remember Uh, that dude? Oh, that was so weird. (laughs) And I'm, I'm mouthing words, but no sound is coming out or something. Yes. Oh, I almost forgot about that. That's awful. You've never taken edibles. Nope. (laughs) That's why I'm afraid to take them a little, because maybe it'll open me up. Do a super small dose, man. Yeah. If they give you a gummy bear, like, eat half of the gummy bear. Mm -hmm. Yeah, don't don't just gnaw off a leg, but do half of the gummy bear. So at least, least, you know, it's working. Otherwise, if you do the the foot the problem with those is like oh i'll do the foot oh, i'm not feeling anything i'll eat the rest of the gummy bear yeah, boom yeah. it's like no do a do a starter amount so that you at least feel something so you know it's working and then you can work your way up if you want to but all right oh alex says a quarter of a gummy is nuts oh is it why do those do those gummy bears have big nuts they have huge a quarter nuts. of it is a quarter <laughs> of it is uh that's I guess it also nuts. depends on how dispersed the uh, the stuff is in the in the stuff because that's one of the problems with uh, some of the edibles is that it doesn't get mixed evenly. Yeah. Oh, oh, that's an interesting point. Wow. Yeah. I had a friend whose parents uh, decided that, hey, Colorado, we'll go to the Colorado for the weekend and have some edibles. And he had some, I think brownies is what he said. Mm. And at first it didn't hit him right away. And they said, okay, well, we'll just eat a second brownie. Yeah. And then we're just sick for the rest of the week. Oh, no. Yeah, you don't want to do You just need to pace yourselves. I, I haven't even yeah. done it and I know that. So I'm going I'm to be careful. Yeah, don't uh, eat the full gummy. Yeah, don't eat a full gummy. Let that be. Let that be a, a, a warning to you. <laughs> exactly. Uh, well, all so right. I'm, this just is... as Scott is throwing it up in the air. Uh, it'll grab it and go. Oh, 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 bad gummy. <laughs> bad. Too much gummy. <laughs> nice reference. All right. Uh, it's Steven Schleicher. Oh, you know what? There was something you asked me on Twitter. I was going to answer today. What was it? What was it? I don't know. I'm gonna look it up. Um, oh, was it about the uh, the the can't flush your toilets when the electricity is off? Oh, right. So you guys have a pump. Yeah, yeah. So living in the country, yeah, we are hooked up to a well system, and that has an electric pump that pumps the water into the house. And so for me, growing up, when we did lose power, we didn't have any electricity to run the water pump, so we couldn't flush the toilet because we wouldn't have any new water coming in. So when I did leave and went to the city. And the electricity went off. I was like, uh, we shouldn't flush the toilet. And people are like, what, what's wrong with you? Mm. So some people, if, especially if you have an electric uh, well pump, 
yeah, you can't flush the toilet oh. when the electricity goes out. So. Huh. All right. Makes that makes sense. Yeah. So we. So my whole assumption that that the the power of gravitational water pull or however the hell it works is not universally true everywhere. So you depends yeah. on where you're at. We. Yeah, I mean, yeah. we had a sump pump for the basement in my old mm-hmm. house because there was a weird gravity thing going on, and I freaking hated that thing. It got clogged all right. the time. It was a nightmare. Um. But the uh, upstairs, you could. So so if the power went out, we had to say, all right, everybody only uses upstairs toilets. Can't get, can't oh, don't yeah, go yeah. downstairs. Because if they went downstairs, it was a freaking nightmare. Anyway, people are gross, it turns out. That's, that's the <laughs> Surprise, this just in. Yeah, people are gross. <laughs> uh, Steven, it's always a pleasure hanging out with you. Do you have any uh, cool stuff happening on the site we can tell the fine folks about? Oh, yes. Just go over there and check out many of the podcasts that we'll have coming up this week. If people are patrons at patreon.com slash major spoilers, we have the GM Roundtable, our second episode of that, that we will be recording next week. The topic will be PCs and NPCs, how to craft them for your game. Nice. I like the yeah. sound of this. Uh, yeah, check it out. That's majorspoilers.com. Um, I was a little thirsty. Would you have any recommendations for me today? I would say stay hydrated because it is very dry yeah, this time of year. It is. I don't like it. Bye. All right. Yeah. Well played. My doctor told me to put these in my eye. They're called Sustain. S-Y-S-T-A-N-E. And they're very good at keeping your eyes uh, moist in the dry, cold weather. All right, fine. Hmm. Oh, hey, you know how you got the uh, the iPod Pros there? Yes, the AirPod. Yeah, AirPod Pros. AirPod yeah. Pros, AirPods right? Pro. AirPods Pro. That's what yes. I meant. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> They so I have been eyeing those, but at the same time I've been eyeing a much more expensive solution, which I didn't want to pay, so I haven't. For uh, so apparently the the best thing you can get right now on well they work on Android as well, but the best thing you can get is these uh, Beats Pro. What are they called? Mm. Beats something. Anyway, they're 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 still made by Apple because it's the Beats brand, but they're these Beats over the ear things that people work out with. These things oh yeah there. and it's they they connect uh so you hook right 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 i think i've got a pair of those that can that do have a little cable that goes a thin cable that goes between them yeah that used to be the the way with these right they mm-hmm. used to do them like yep. that now I these, don't have the, these I don't are wireless now and they do the whole as soon as you open it your phone goes oh hi those are like they, cool. they treat them just like that it has siri capability you can pause with it and all that stuff anyway uh but i was these were not on the table because they were like the best i could find them for was like 300 sometimes more and I'm like, I don't want to pay that. Yeah. Pro seemed a little expensive too, but I'm like, eh, I do like the noise canceling. I want to see. I want to see. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, these went on sale on Amazon for less than the iPad AirPod Pros for like a day. And okay. So, and so I got them. Do they do the noise canceling and the transparency? They do the noise canceling. I don't know about the transparency. Probably not. Uh, but I really like them so far. And cool. they don't have that Bluetooth problem I have where when I go outside, it, uh, it gets interrupted all the time by yeah, all the signals. That's so weird. Yeah. yeah. For the first time. I, and that's true of like three or four different headsets I have, including my old iPod or uh, AirPods. These don't do that. So anyway, I just want to put a little cool. mini review out. These have been great. Nice. Yeah. Very good. So far, so good. And I only I'm did still, it because I got a I'm happy with the whole transparent. Like being able to, to pinch this thing and then pinch the corner of the uh, AirPod Pro and then... St- then be able to hear my music and all the noise that's going around me in case somebody's talking to me without having to oh one second like do the gesture one second and then pull them out of my ears there it is power beats pro that's what they're called power beats pro okay they're the and they do the same they do the correct uh 
uh, um, plural with the power beats, yes. not the power beat pros. Yes, <laughs> very well said. Yes. Anyway, it's very cool. I like them. Cool. Good. Now it comes with a big clamshell uh, charger thing. Um, and the it, fact that it that it works, you know, I mean, the most important thing is the fact that it works for you, and like, you know, you don't get that weird cutting oh, in right. and out kind of thing. Right. Oh yeah, that thing drove me crazy. It was so annoying. Mm-hmm. Um, but also the uh, these have nine and a half hours of battery life, which is nice. Yes. Yeah. Which is ex- ex- significantly longer than my my earpods. My yeah. earpods are short. Yeah. All yeah, right. my AirPods I keep in my car now. I don't think I don't I don't think there's a an aftermarket resale for used AirPods. I don't know, maybe there is, but I guess if you purell the crap out of them, and then then maybe it's not like there's uh, sure. Then shouldn't be too bad, right? Be too bad. Maybe I will. We'll see if I can throw them on a yeah. Just Facebook lick them. Just suck them like your suck them like your um. Oh sure, your, like, uh, like one, a contact. Two, how many how many licks does it take to get to the center of an AirPod? One, <laughs> two, three. Do you ever? Did you ever clean your contacts by putting it in your mouth? Have we talked about this? I think we may we have. Have and I don't. <laughs> we have and, and I don't. I still don't. Okay, we good. have talked about this and I still don't. Good because it's gross. I know people who yeah. do this and it grosses me out. I yeah. can't stand it. No, I can't imagine that uh, that anything that they get from just being out in the air is going to be worse than mm-hmm. what they get from being in your mouth. Yeah, I think that's foul. I don't like it. No, sir, I don't. All right, Brian, we're going to play a mashup. This is a Monday mashup from our good friend, TMS Mashups. Uh, Jamie put this together. I don't know what it is. I haven't peeked. I have no idea. It's called Meanwhile at the Bat Cave. So your guess is as good as mine. Here it is. How I love you. How I love you. He lives among the beasts and eats grass. I lost my body. My body. Dr. Crusher has to check his testicles for growth. (laughs) Leslie, turn your head and cough. (laughs) You know it's time for your yearly exam. Mom! Uh, Space baby Q. Space baby Q. Space baby. Space baby. (laughs) Sounds like Australian. Space baby. Space baby. (laughs) Because you guys do twit as well. Four podcasts you love from four people you trust. (laughs) There are four downloads. Oh, shit. I've been caught. I had time to save my freeze-dried toads playing banjos, but I couldn't save my mega hat. I've got a uh, Blockbuster video card. I've got a Shoney's... uh, (laughs) I have a receipt for the diner. My black and white Zenith I bought in 74. (laughs) Exactly. Like, what is that down there? Oh, my gosh. I had to go into podcasting because my penis was too large for television. Because <laughs> we couldn't find a bat sock. It seems like such an odd thing to stick in there. I used the tip of a butcher's knife. I couldn't get it out. Y'all got any nails around here? I tried removing it with a saw blade in it. I just, I just slipped right in Australia and I can't do it. You'll get no jigsaw puzzle, no Harvey's Bristol cream, and no Lieutenant Yar. Oh, this smells like a really good place for me to poop. I'm all out of poops to give. I don't have any poops left. I don't give a poop. I would have poops. Yes, God. <laughs> You'd still have poops. I'd still have poops. <laughs> you lied to me about going to the library. They're all going to laugh at you. You are wrestling. I can smell it on you. Orkney. 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 My name is Morkney. You I'm got... from Orkney. <laughs> wow, you sound Australian, I would say to that guy. If it um... ain't Scottish, it's crap. It's crap. Meanwhile, at the Batcave. Kiss. Bra strap. Right. Shrink and <laughs> second base. <laughs> Shrivel. <laughs> I was in the pool. <laughs> I don't remember that conversation, but sure. Yeah, talking about the uh, 
the bat the bat symbol spinning around and uh, all the small things that would be shown on screen when Robin hits somebody because of his his massive <laughs> wiener <laughs> too massive big wiener. for the yeah. too big for the costume. Yeah, that's right because he wore the yeah. When we we had all kinds of questions about that. Uh, right, right, Bert Ward. Right. right, Bert Ward. Totally believe you, Bert Ward. Right. All right, we're done with the show. We've done it. Uh, we'll be back tomorrow. We got plenty to do for the rest of the week, so uh, we hope you come back and join us then. Uh, you can uh, support the show at frogpants.com or excuse me, patreon.com slash frog. No, patreon.com slash TMS. Boy, you'd think I'd never done this before. Patreon.com slash TMS. And uh, uh, already you do that, you now get an extra show. Yeah, you get the you get the now behind the wall uh, TMS PM. Which we've got a big uh, response from so far. So thanks, everybody. Nobody's been complaining. They're just like, yeah, that makes sense. You guys were giving it away for free, you dumbasses. Anyway, now we're, uh, exactly. now we're doing lesson. it right. Lesson yep. learned. Lesson learned. So that's all happening. And uh, you can uh, be a part of that as for as low as a buck. A month, by the way. A month. Mm-hmm. That's ridiculous. Uh, that's hey, we'd over. love it if you gave us more, but a buck a month and you're you're in the club. Yeah, you're, you're in the cool kids you're club. You're in the club. There are things you're going to want when you get there and you'll go, oh, that's only three. I'll do that. Or that's five. I'll yeah. do that. But but yeah, you to get started, uh, that's all you need. Anyway, thanks right. to everybody who already has. And uh, for the new folks we've seen this week, that's been great. Uh, we will uh, be doing that this week as well. And what else? Oh, we're at frogpants.com slash TMS. You want to find us on Twitter, Morning Stream, Scott Johnson, Coverville for Brian. You can email us, themorningstream at gmail.com. And uh, why not leave us a voicemail, 801-471-0462. I got like 300 to go through, so I'll be doing that soon. Uh, follow Jamie too. He's at TMS Mashups on Twitter. He's a yeah. He's a good follow. All right, that's gonna do it for the show. Brian, do you have any uh, music we can play here at the end? I have one song, just one, just one song because I've been moving all my music over to you know the the new setup here. Sure. Just one song is all I have. Uh, this one's going out to Alex Ford, Racer Nine Five One Y in the chat room. That's a very specific name, and I'd love to hear the story behind it sometime. Alex, he says, "I forgot to do this for my birthday in October, so I'm going to go ahead and ask for it any day you have free." Uh, today is the day I have free, and this is a great one. This is uh, his request is a cover of Coldplay's "Yellow." This is covered. Um, this was covered last year on a special BBC charity album that found a bunch of folks like Jody Whittaker, uh, David Tennant, um, uh, Olivia Coleman, uh, like all these different uh, British actors and actresses doing doing covers. Really, really cool. Um, this is Jodie Whittaker, the current doctor on Doctor Who, with her cover of Coldplay's Yellow. Look at the stars, look how they shine for you. And everything you do Yeah, they were all yellow I came along I wrote a song for you And all the things you do And it was called yellow So then I took my turn Oh, what a thing to have done And it was all yellow Your skin, oh yeah, your skin and bones Turning to something beautiful You know, you know I love you so
mine for you and all the things that you do. This show is part of the Frog Pants Network. Frog Pants Network. Get more shows like this at frogpants.com. Stick your hand in the cage and you just might lose it. <laughs>